It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. It's another episode. Howdy doody. That's what we're doing today. This is the top of page 333. It's really, it's got to be the best page. Until we get to 3,333. Are we going to get that? Nope, there's not that many pages. There's going to be that many episodes, but the pages, they don't even hit 2,000. Okay, the first word in this episode is dendrochronology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe this is adding on to what we had yesterday with the dendro prefix about trees and things. D-E-N-D-R-O-C-R... No, C-H-R-O-N-O-L-O-G-Y. Dendrochronology. Noun from circa 1928, the science of dating events and variations in environment in former periods by comparative study of growth rings in trees and aged wood. So it's learning about the old times using trees. Is that what it is? You're dating events. You're figuring out when things happened. A lot of things are like fires. If you're looking at a tree, there's going to be a fire maybe, and you can see that in the ring. Uh, Variations in environment. Okay, so this is like the carbon, how the carbon changes in environment, and probably other things that they can check too. I don't really know. Uh, Just comparison growth. Yep, yep, that's what it is. You're looking at the the rings and the trees. Uh, Dendrochronological. Dendrochronological. That is an adjective. Dendrochronologically is an adverb. And dendrochronologist, nope, dendrochronologist, dendrochronologist, that is a noun. And it does not say what the etymology is, but we know the prefix is tree, and then chronology or chrono, that's all about time. So that's what it is. It's the time with the trees, the tree time, the ents can tell you about the times of the trees. Okay, sound effect. Um, let's see. We'll just go, hmm. The next word is dendrogram. Dendrogram, but it's really dendrogram. Noun from circa 1953. A branching diagram representing a hierarchy of categories based on degree of similarity or number of shared characteristics especially in biological taxonomy. And so it's called a dendrogram because it branches like a tree. And maybe we need to put a picture of one of these in um, in Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at DictionaryPod, so you can see what this looks like. But uh, it's hierarchy. Of, so there's a hierarchy of categories, like, you know, what we have here. What, what do we have? We have the, uh, the, uh, the genus and the family and all of those things, and it starts off in one place, and it's a hierarchy, and then it branches out to see, okay, well, you've got this main idea of this type of animal or plant or whatever, but then it branches out. And I think we've said enough about that. They have shared characteristics, that's why they're all clumped together, and then they, as they have less shared characteristics, then where that's where they're branching out. Okay, 
Okay, okay. Ooh. Next is Dendroid. And obviously, I want this to be an android, a droid, maybe in Star Wars or something that's shaped like a tree or comes from a tree. I don't think it is. Adjective from circa 1828. Resembling a tree in form. Just anything that resembles a tree is dendroid. There is a synonym, arborescent. Arbor, that's also tree-related. Arborescent is also resembling a tree in form. Hmm. The next word is dendrology. And was this, uh, yes, this was one of the examples in the previous episode for the dendro prefix. It just means tree. The first part means tree. So, dendrology, noun from circa 1708. The study of trees. It's so simple. Even anybody could figure that one out. Dendrological is an adjective, and dendrologist is a noun. The studier of trees. Trees are so fascinating and cool and awesome to look at. You got to go out and be with the trees and the plants. Get out in nature if you can. Touch the trees, hug the trees. You don't need to kiss the trees. That might be a little much, unless you really want to. Oh, yeah. I need to get out in nature more. The next word. Mmm. Dean. D-E-N-E. Dean. That's it. Dean. Noun from before the 12th century. It's an old word. It's a British word. And the synonym is valley. We also had... We had Dale is a valley, and I think, what was it, deal, I think deal, D-E-L-E, was that also valley or something similar, and now we have dean, um, the etymology, it says it's from old English, denu, or dinu, but that's, that's all it is, that's all I got, don't know why a valley is a dean, or a dean is a valley, but that's what it is, mmm, the next word is dene, or dene, but the emphasis is still on the second syllable. This is spelled capital D-E-N-E, and both E's have the accent that goes boop, dene. Noun from 1891, and uh, it is a member of any of the Athabascan-speaking peoples of the interior of Alaska and northwestern Canada. Also, the languages of these people is Dene. I have never heard of these people, probably because Alaska and northwestern Canada are far away from me, so I'm just not as familiar with the ones that are farther away, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, they're prob- maybe there's just not as many of them, so, you know, they're just not one of the big ones that we hear about, like Sioux and things like that. Yeah, this is a Canadian-French word. I mean, it's probably their word before Canadian-French, right? Wouldn't it be? Maybe not. Hmm. Canadian-French. Oh, that's uh, that's our this word, Dene, but it comes from the Athabascan origin. It is akin to the Chippo... Ch- how do you say this? Chippoyan? 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 And 
slave, and those are Athabascan languages of Canada. Slave, is that how you pronounce that word? Hmm. Um, And their word, the Chippewan or Chippewan, and the slave word is, now it must be pronounced Dene. It's spelled D-E-N-E. But yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. And it means person. So they're just people. They're they're named after what they are. They're the people. I wonder how many other ones are. Uh, that's their etymology. That's what their word means. They were like, "Hey, we're we're people. We that's that's." It seems so logical, actually, when you think about it. Like, yeah, that's just what we call. They're we're people. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. Ooh. The next word is deneb. Or Deneb. Capital D-E-N-E-B. Deneb. Noun from circa 1867. It is a star of the first magnitude in Cygnus. And I think Cygnus is uh, one of the one of the constellations. Is that the is that the dog one? And um a star of the first magnitude. I'm not sure what that means. Is it does it have to do with the brightness, maybe? or something, um, but it's one of the stars in Cygnus, and it is from the Arabic, Danab al-Dajaja, or Dajaja, something like that, and that literally means the tail of the hen, so if Cygnus is the dog, if it is, possibly, maybe it's in the tail, Deneb is in the tail of Cygnus, Possibly, we'll post a picture on the social media stuff so you can look, go look at it. Mm. The next word is denegation. Noun from the 15th century. The synonym is just denial, which we will be getting to in this episode. And uh, yeah, it's, it's probably just an old way to say denial. Let's see. It is from the Latin denegare which means to deny, and there's more at the word deny. Deny. Um, denegation. Yeah, that just seems like an old way to say it. Mmm. The next word is denervate. Now, it's not denervate, like I thought it might be. It's denervate. It is a transitive verb from 1905 to deprive of a nerve supply. What is a nerve supply? A thing for the nerves to deprive of a nerve supply. Denervation or denervation is a noun. So yeah, I feel like I need a bit more context of what this nerve supply is. Denervate. Nerve is right there in the word. So, you know, that, that'll help a little bit, but not, not completely. Mm-hmm. The next word is dengue or dengue. I've always heard it pronounced dengue, but I guess dengue is, uh, is fine too. It's fine. This is spelled D-E-N-G-U-E. Noun from 1828. An acute infectious disease caused by a flavivirus. 
uh, it is transmitted by Aedes mosquitoes and characterized by headache, uh, severe joint pain, and a rash. It is called also breakbone fever. That sounds really bad. And also dengue fever or dengue fever. And uh, this flavivirus, I think that's how you say that word, this uh, the species is dengue virus, and it is of the genus flavivirus, or flavivirus. I don't know what the, the prefix flavi or flavi means, but I'm sure if you know what that means, it might help in understanding what this is. Uh, so yeah, mosquitoes, they're the ones who are often going to be spreading this around. Headache, not fun. Severe joint pain, also very much not fun. Rash, probably not great. Uh, if you're going to go to a place that maybe has dengue around, you probably need to take some shots, uh, wear um, long-sleeved clothes, long pants, get your, get your skin covered up when you're sleeping. You probably need the nets and things so the mosquitoes don't get in. And, uh, yep, don't you go getting the dengue virus, the dengue fever, the breakbone fever. Next. Mmm... Denny, or Dany, D-E-N-I, Denny, Dany, noun from 1992, and it just says C, Denar, is that how you pronounce it? I'm looking yesterday, uh, no, uh, Denar, Denar or Danar, see that word in the money table. So this is um, probably just a, a portion of a Denar or a dinar, and this is Macedonian, probably an alternative of denari, which is the plural of denar, or denar, and that's it, that's it all, it's, uh, that's, it's the money, it's the money, it's the money, next word, mm. deniability, this is a noun from 1973, the ability to deny something, especially on the basis of being officially uninformed. Officially uninformed. How can you be officially uninformed? I am uninforming you of the information in, a, in an official capacity. So if you have the ability to deny something because you didn't know about it, that's your deniability. You have deniability. This is obviously in the legal world, trials and things like that. This is when it mostly comes up. Because they're trying to find out information. The next word. Ooh. Deniable. Deniable. Adjective from 1548. Capable of being denied. What can be denied? Mm, I can deny. I don't know. I deny you to, hmm, trying to think of some context. Deny, it's such a funny word. We're going to have more deny words here through the rest of this episode. Um, if you are uh, not getting served at a restaurant, you are deniable to, you can't, you can't, they are denying you food. I don't know, that was just the first thing I could think of. I'm sure there's many, many better examples. The next word, it's a big one. Mmm. It is denial. It is 
not the river in Egypt. That's the old joke. This is D-E-N-I-A-L. Noun from 1528. One. Refusal to satisfy a request or desire. Nope, sorry, you are requesting this thing that you really, really want, but I am not. I refuse. I am doing a denial because you can't have your stuff. 2A1. Refusal to admit the truth or reality as of a statement or charge. Refusal to admit the truth. Nope, I'm sorry. I don't think, I don't want to say that the truth or the reality is the truth or the reality of the world. I, I like to deny the truth. Sorry, you can't do that. Or if you just don't want to tell somebody the truth, you're lying to them. 2A1. No, 2A2. Assertion that an allegation is false. And I think this one also is often used in the legal world. Assertion that an allegation is false. What you are saying is not true. That's I'm denying that. To be refusal to acknowledge a person or a thing. Synonym is disavowal. Refusal to acknowledge a person or a thing. Nope. Sorry, I don't. I don't. Uh, I refuse. To acknowledge that that person or thing exists. I don't want it to exist. Many of you probably don't want this podcast to exist, but it does. Three. The opposing by the defendant of an allegation of the opposite party in a lawsuit. All right, can I break this down a little bit? The opposing by the defendant. Okay, so the person who is defending, they're the one who is, they say, you did a thing wrong, the defendant did a thing wrong, but they are defending themselves, saying, no, I did not do a thing wrong. But this is opposing, that person is opposing a thing um, of an allegation of the opposite party. So the opposite party would be the, uh, the plaintiff. And so that person is making an allegation about the defendant, and the defendant is opposing it. They're saying, no, no, no. What I didn't do, what you said I did, I am, it's a denial. All right, that was a long way to get there. Four, the synonym is self-denial. Self-denial. That's, uh, that's, it's just denial, is self-denial. You'll have to wait a long time until we get to the S's. Number five, negation in logic. Negation in logic. That's the opposite of logic. That's it's saying no, logic is wrong. Negation in logic is denial. Six. This is kind of a long one. A psychological defense mechanism in which confrontation with a personal problem, nope, yes, with a personal problem or with reality is avoided by denying the existence of the problem or reality. If you're, if you're going to therapy and uh, you don't want to say that this uh, your personal problem or reality or something exists, and you say, nope, that doesn't exist, that is denial. And this is um, often a thing that happens unconsciously, probably. Um, yeah, it's a defense mechanism. We talked about that. It's, uh, it's helping your brain to 
to not deal with things it doesn't want to deal with. But maybe it needs to be dealt with. There's a phrase, in denial. We are all in denial about something, probably. Refusing to admit the truth or reality of something unpleasant. It's hard, and it might not be unpleasant. It might feel unpleasant, or maybe you might think that the ramifications might be unpleasant. But really, when it comes down to it, if you ever get to a point when you are not in denial, it might not be that bad. There's an example. A patient in denial about his health problems. Mm Mm-hmm, yep. It's a bit of a defense mechanism there. Oh, I don't want to think that I have health problems because then I'm going to have to go to the doctor and deal with it and it's just easier for me not to deal with it. But maybe not later. Might not be easier later. Might be harder later. All right, we have one more word, two forms. Ooh. The first form of the word denier, D-E-N-I-E-R, noun from the 15th century. It's just one who denies as in, deniers of the truth. Why do people deny the truth? Do they, they don't like the truth? Why don't they like the truth? The truth is the truth. It's what's happening. The last word is the second form of denier, noun from the 15th century. So the first form was also a noun, and this one's a noun. How is it different? The first, number one, the pronunciation is different. This one is actually uh, denier or denier. Hmm. Okay, so that seems French. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one is a small, originally silver coin formerly used in Western Europe. Denier or denier. And it's spelled like denier. So that's why this one is a completely different entry because it's just a whole different idea of what the noun is of the same spelled word. But number two is pronounced denier. Or maybe it's denier. The emphasis is on the first syllable. This is a unit of fineness for yarn equal to the fineness of a yarn weighing one gram for each 9,000 meters. Huh, what? It's so fine. Does that mean that it's so thin? This yarn is so thin that one, it weighs one gram for 9,000 meters? That's so small, isn't it? So it's a unit of fineness. How many, okay, so there's an example. 100 denier yarn I think that's how you pronounce it. 100 denier yarn is finer than 150 denier yarn. So I don't know, but I'm going to guess where do these numbers come from? The 100, the 150 is 100 denier yarn. Is that 100 grams? Or, and so that means that it would be nine, what, what would that be? 90,000, 900,000 meters? Um, But yeah, what's the... I want to know. I want to know. It weighs... Yeah, I don't know how to connect the 
the definition to the example exactly? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll never find out. This is from the Latin denarius, which is a coin worth 10 asses. Hmm. Back in the day, uh, those must be donkeys, right? 10 asses. Uh, And then so there was a coin that was worth 10 asses. I hope it was very expensive because 10 asses, that goes a long way. Uh, It is from denarius, which means containing 10. Contains 10 asses. From Denny, which is 10 each. From Decem, which is 10. And there's more at the word 10. So that's how money was dealt with back in the day. It was originally from the barter system. And then they got metal and money involved. And uh, so if you got 10 asses, you could exchange them for a uh, for a denier or a denier. But not a denier, because that's yarn-related. Hmm. Used in Western Europe. That's very important. All right. I gotta pick other word up. We had dendrochronology, dendrogram, dendroid, dendrology, dean, dene, deneb, denegation, denervate, dengi, dengue, deni, deniability, deniable, denial, denier, and denier, denier, denier. I think. I think those were all the words. Okay. Well, what are we going to pick? Let's see. I am kind of thinking, ooh, let's see. I got I got one in mind. Um, mm-hmm. It was good to learn about the Dene people and their language. And, okay, I think, you know, Dengue is a very good thing to be aware of. Don't forget that word. But I think I'm going to pick the first one, dendrochronology, as the word of the episode, because it is just such a fascinating science that we can learn so much about the world when we murder trees and look at their rings. No, I don't think we should murder the trees, but sometimes they're sick and they need to come down. And then you can look at the rings and check them out. You study them, study it so hard, and then uh, you can learn learn about the world and the history, and maybe we won't make some mistakes. And it's all helpful in some way. That, oh, gotta sing a song. Can't forget the song, you dummy. Dendrochronology. Dendrochronology. Dendro. Dendro. Chronology. It's the study of the history from trees. That's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information still and always ever will be. Goodbye.